When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. On this episode of Newt's World, I'm joined by members of my Inner Circle Club for a fascinating conversation about a wide range of issues and topics on their minds. We hold these regular video conference calls so that we can have an honest discussion about what is happening in America today. I find it extraordinarily helpful to me personally in helping think through the issues that are facing us. So I hope you'll find this episode of Newt's World informative. And if you'd like to become a member of my Inner Circle Club, please go to newtsinnercircle.com and sign up for a one- or two-year membership today. I have to say to all of you that this is one of those weeks where there is so much to talk about on so many fronts that it's crazy. Let's start with Kamala Harris. How could anybody who had any sense of competence imagine that rural America can't find a Xerox machine? Her comments that, you know, the problem with requiring people to have an identity before they vote is in rural America, they won't be able to copy their driver's license or whatever. Well, first of all, most of rural America farmers are the most sophisticated in the world. Many of them actually now use GPS so that their plowing, for example, is scientifically amazingly accurate. Rural communities have libraries, they have churches, they have many places that 
have access to information. Most people who have a smartphone could actually take the picture on the camera on their smartphone. You can't tell with Harris whether she's just a flake, truly ignorant, or what's going on. I thought it was for a president or a vice president, I thought her comments were on the short list of really being totally out of touch with reality. So that's one. Two, Hunter Biden. We're now told with a straight face by the White House, which has a remarkable capacity to talk with a straight face when saying the dumbest possible things, that Hunter Biden has resumed his profession as an artist. Now, for anybody who watched Hunter Biden try to get money in Ukraine, Romania, Russia, China, and who understood from his laptop what he was really like, this notion that he's gone back to his original passion, and now he's an artiste. And as an artiste, he's going to auction off pieces of art that he's done that will be so spectacular that they'll earn between $75,000 and $500,000 per piece of art from anonymous purchasers who, of course, will not be aware that they are buying art from the son of the President of the United States, will not in any way be aware that they might be seeking influence. And none of us should be concerned who buys Hunter Biden's art, because after all, he's an artist of such great renown, a man whose paintings have hung presumably in his parents' house, but certainly not in any museum on the planet. So that's sitting there. You watch that and you think, can this be real? Then you look at the stunningly unplanned process of withdrawing from Afghanistan. There are at least 17,000 Afghans who have worked with the American government who are at risk of being killed. Now, when we were defeated in Vietnam and we left, we accepted a lot of Vietnamese refugees. And the question for the Biden administration is, since they are cheerful about accepting illegals from Guatemala, Honduras, et cetera, people who've done nothing for the United States, will they make a provision to allow Afghans who have risked their lives to come to the U.S.? Or if you have been pro-American, proven your courage, and worked for the United States, are you less worthy than an illegal immigrant from South America? I think it's going to be a real test, and I'm frankly very worried because I believe the Taliban will kill a lot of people if we do not give them a chance to get out before the Taliban takes over. And by the way, call me a pessimist. Once we start leaving, this is going to become chaos. We currently have plans to keep 685 American troops in country. I think that's an enormous mistake. And I think it runs a very real risk of the Taliban ultimately cutting off the airfield. And it is a long way to get help to them. So I'm very concerned that this has been badly thought out, that it, it assumes a level of decency and a level of cooperation with the Taliban, which we have no historic reason to believe. And I think that we are setting ourselves up in ways that are very dangerous. I've written about this because I think it's very important for the United States to recognize we've been defeated. This is a defeat. It's not like we decided cheerfully to leave one day. We went over there 
at the end of 2001. We have been there almost 20 years. We have lost several thousand young American lives, tens of thousands of American wounded. We've spent an estimated $4 trillion, and we're losing. And you know we're losing because the Taliban is on offense and we're leaving. So I think that's a major concern. The president decided to resurrect an all-out assault to pass the Corrupt Politicians Act, which is what the election bill is. They're doing this because they're desperate. They know if they can't rig the election, they're going to lose the House and Senate next year. And so they are desperate to pass a bill which virtually 80 or 85 percent of the American people oppose. And part of the reason they have a problem is they have a senator up for re-election in Arizona. 85 percent of the people of Arizona believe in having a photo ID. They've got to recognize they're asking their members to really put on the line a chance of getting defeated because this is so deeply opposed by average everyday Americans. And so Biden was sent out to try to resurrect it. And as so often happens, he just plain lied. If you read Biden's speech in Philadelphia, it is a lie. Not distorted, not exaggerated. It is a lie. The odds are pretty good he knows it's a lie and that that's just how the Democrats now operate. But this is a very tough brass knuckles fight because as we're learning, for example, in Georgia, there was a lot of cheating going on. And in fact, I personally believe that in the next few days, we'll have enough evidence in Georgia that it'll turn out that Trump did carry the state, despite the news media. Turn out that Fulton County is unbelievably corrupt, which is the biggest county in Georgia, and that the election count there was corrupt. And I have to say, by the way, just as an aside, after six months of talking about honest elections and making sure that everything works right, the New York election board managed to cast 135,000 blank ballots and forgot that they'd done it. So when the election results came in, they had 135,000 blank ballots. Now, do you know how hard it is to make a mistake on that scale? They didn't have one blank ballot, five blank ballots, 10. They had 135,000. I personally believe It's the result of three generations of public schools graduating people who can't read. And as a result, the people that they had working the election board didn't know what the word blank meant. Think about the whole reality of an America you live in that would have its largest city try to hold an election and not be able to get 135,000 blank ballots out before they started counting votes. But just one more example of what we're living through. Finally, I think people need to recognize that the numbers today on inflation are very sobering. I lived through Jimmy Carter's inflation. I watched what it did, and I watched how it elected Ronald Reagan. 5.4% is the highest inflation rate, I think, since 1988. And that means that we are really in a period where if it accelerates, and inflation very often accelerates, it doesn't level out, then I think the Federal Reserve is in a crisis. Remember, they can't raise interest rates because the largest debt holder in the world is the U.S. government. 
So the cost of paying for the annual carrying charge on the American debt would be so enormous, it would eat up the whole budget. And we're now, I think, blocked into a genuinely dangerous period. And I think the average American is going to rapidly discover that the hidden Biden tax, and that's what this is, when Biden said he wouldn't tax anybody under 400000 he didn't mention, by the way, that the price of your food, the price of your gasoline, the price of your electricity, the price of your clothing, oh, all those are going to go up 5% in one month. Now, that's a tax increase. And so the Biden tax is starting to bite, and I think that'll become a big factor in what's going on. Lastly, I guess I should comment for just a second. The folks who run CPAC did a great job. They had figured out that there's a market for a second summer CPAC. So they took it out of Washington, went to Dallas, had a huge crowd, and I suspect made some money, and gave every would-be Republican presidential candidate a chance to go down and make a speech, and then closed with President Trump. Two numbers to note. When asked if they approved of his first term, 98% of the people there, now this is a right-wing Dallas, Texas Republican gathering, so let's not assume it's the whole country. But in that gathering, I think over 3,000 people, 98% said that they approved of Trump's activities while he was president. When asked who they would vote for, he got 70%. Governor DeSantis of Florida got 21. No one else got above 1%. Now, as a historian, that sounds pretty strong to me. And we'll see how it all evolves. It's a long way from here to there. I think if I were President Trump, I'd feel pretty good. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Our first question is from George. It's a fun question. What are your favorite patriotic movies? My favorite patriotic movies? Oh, I've dozens of them. The Sands of Iwo Jima with John Wayne comes to mind. Saving Private Ryan, which is an extraordinary film. The Longest Day. But also a lot of other films over the years that have moved me and made me feel good about being an American. I don't want to be invidious in picking just one or two. I'm a big fan, I guess, because of my age. My relatives fought in World War II, and so I had a lot of interest in that. I think that Retreat Hell, which is the Chosin Reservoir in November of 1950, where the Marines had to fight their way to the coast, is an extraordinary film about a true, a real incident. It, is, it really happened and was really quite remarkable. I'm going to put in a plug for a second for The First American, which is a movie Callista and I made about George Washington. I would also put in a plug for Rediscovering God in America, which is both a book and a movie that we did. But that is kind of a fun question. I have to think about that some more. And if you want to watch The First American, you can do that on Amazon Prime. There you go. By the way, I should have mentioned, because it's such a classic, How the West Was Won, which is one of the first films I ever saw in Cinerama. Our next question is from Roy Burgess, and he says... One of the difficulties faced in the evolution of America is the role of universities and colleges. Recently, there was an op-ed by the president of the University of Virginia regarding the establishment of the University of Virginia Karsh Institute of Democracy. Do you see this heading in the right direction? And is there any positive future with this effort? I actually have not read that. So I don't know. I can't answer it. But I think there's always tension Colleges and universities have played a huge role in America, going all the way back to the 1630s when Harvard was founded. And if you go back and look at the American Revolution, there's a huge impact from King's College, which is now called Princeton. So I think it's important. Of course, I used to teach in college, but I think we just have to recognize we're in for probably two generations of fighting over what is the truth what is factual. I'm very delighted this new program called 1776 Action, which has been very aggressive in fighting against the 1619 Project and is actually, I think, gaining ground. As an example, conservatives just have to roll up their sleeves and go toe-to-toe with radicals and defeat them because they're factually wrong. And in the long run, their ideas don't survive. 
Marcia says, I want to financially support good GOP candidates, especially in advance of 2022. But whenever I do, I'm subsequently bombarded with annoying emails pleading for more. I think twice about, I think twice now before making a contribution. Is there a way to support candidates without getting myself on aggressive mailing lists? Yeah, probably. I would guess if you sent the money directly to the candidate and not through some intervening device. I mean, Win Red, which has been the Republican response to Act Blue, which was the Democratic model, has been very powerful at making it easy for people to go online and give multiple contributions. So in that sense, it's been a very useful tool, but it does lead to getting a lot of requests. If you really want to avoid that, I would say send your money to specific candidates. You can Google them. You'll find their campaign headquarters. And if you want to be really careful, send them a check rather than a credit card. That makes it a lot harder for them to ultimately end up having multiple people contact you. On the other hand, I would point out, if in defense of freedom and defense of the survival of America, the worst thing that happens to you is getting five or 10 annoying emails a day, you can probably endure it. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
right, we're going to take a few live questions now. Okay. The question I had here is, we have no oath registered in heaven that we have to leave Afghanistan right now. Why don't we stop pulling out and engage countries like India who have a joint interest in Afghanistan and work a diplomatic way out of this problem? It's a good question. I would say you have to remember how complicated the region is. Pakistan is the primary supporter of the Taliban. India and Pakistan have a very delicate relationship. They both have nuclear weapons. They have a very deep, bitter enmity over who controls Kashmir. The Chinese don't want to get too directly involved because they are deeply frightened of Islam. And that's why they're so busy trying to crush the Uyghurs. Because from the standpoint of the Han Chinese, this whole notion of religious intensity just terrifies them. The Russians have been in and out for at least 150 years. There are several small countries on the north of Afghanistan that are largely Russian influenced, like Tajikistan. And the Iranians are on the west, and the Iranians have some interest. But I remember I've been around long enough that I was involved back when we were driving the Soviets out of Afghanistan. And I would tell people at the time, the Soviets are going to leave. Afghan history, I mean, Alexander the Great was driven out of Afghanistan. The British once lost an entire column of well over a thousand men in Afghanistan. This is a very, very tough region. And we don't currently have a solution to how to govern it. And it's not part of our capabilities. We have to rethink very, very deeply what our strategies would be. And it's been very hard to get anybody else to go help because frankly, it's too violent and the terrain is too hard. So those huge amounts of minerals there, it is conceivable. I mean, if I were betting, the Chinese are the most likely to go in and start mining. But if they do, they're going to mine in very narrow areas. They're going to protect them militarily uh, and they're going to have local airfields and they're not going to try to deal with the problem of governing Afghanistan. They're just going to cut a local deal, pay off local chiefs and take the minerals if they decide to do it. And there's no real evidence right now that they're going to do that. Uh, hi, Newt. Uh, Charles Kilmer. Uh, I used to live in McLean. Now I live in Leesburg. I have two questions. First, there's talk that when Arizona and Georgia finish their audits, that the pressure will be on the Republican officials in Georgia and Arizona to reverse the uh, election of Democrat senators. Is that something that the, that the states have the right and the ability lawfully to do? I think once they have been sworn in, it's very hard to imagine how you're going to get them out. But on the other hand, it makes them delegitimized. I mean, if it turns out that Senator Warnock, the freshman in Georgia, did not win when they get the recount done. Remember, the recount in his race is after the general election. So most of the counting that's going on right now relates to the general election in November. It doesn't relate to the runoff in January, although the person in that sense who's probably the most aggrieved is Senator Perdue, because there's pretty good reason to believe he might actually have won 
I mean, if it does turn out that the state ballots were dramatically different and that Fulton County was so corrupt that they stole it in Fulton County, it's very possible that Purdue will be the person who suffered the most because of election irregularities. But there are no real provisions for going back. I mean, in theory, I guess you could file a complaint and and seek a recount. I've heard of it being done within a week or two of the election. I've never heard of it being done six months later. Okay. A second question. Do you think it would be a good idea to make colleges co-sign loans for, uh, given to students? Uh, you know, yes. And this, would, and this yes. would be as part of your program for schools. Absolutely. I think that universities and colleges need to have skin in the game. I think that it's absurd that we've had this long cycle where the federal government creates bigger and bigger grants, the colleges cost more and more and more, and you just become an inflationary spiral. Then the colleges decide they need to hire administrators, and then they need to hire assistants to the administrators, and then they need to hire associate administrators to the assistant administrators. You look at the sheer growth of employment in colleges and universities, it's absurd. It has nothing to do with education. Hi, it's Ken Abramowitz from Palm Beach. Great to hear you today. I had a question about Cuba. Could you comment on the demonstrations in Cuba and the administration's seemingly lack of interest in those important demonstrations? Sure. I'd look, I think that the American government should adamantly, aggressively favor helping the people who are trying to become free. I thought it was ironic that it took Sanders several days to issue a statement that it would be nice if the Cuban government allowed free speech. But you can imagine the agony he's in because as a genuine socialist, he favors the Cuban government, just as he favored the Soviet Union. I think we should do everything we can to encourage and help the people of Cuba. I think that I haven't seen the data today, but they were continuing to demonstrate and continuing to deal with the government. And the government, of course, is very tough. It's, if anything, it may be a little tougher than the Chinese because they're willing to kill you. They're certainly willing to lock you up. And they realize they're fighting for survival. If this thing keeps growing, they're going to get thrown out, which they should, as frankly, we ought to have a strategy for also throwing out the dictatorship in Venezuela. Hi, Newt. Great to hear you today. My question is, could you give us uh, your thoughts, an overview of the progress we're making in this country for legitimate elections in two years and four years? Sure would appreciate your comments. Sure, I'm in Oberlin a, Park, Kansas. Thank you. Great question. I used to have an uncle who lived in Oberlin Park. I would say if we can defeat the Corrupt Politicians Act and not allow the Democrats at a national level to set up corruption, that what's actually happening state by state is tightening up the election in the right way. That is, it's fascinating to me. And you see a number of African-Americans now speaking out angrily because they're offended that white liberals want you to believe that African-Americans can't figure out how to have a photo ID. It's a fascinating split. People want an honest election They want everybody who is eligible to vote to vote. They do not want people who are here illegally to vote. They don't want people to vote five times. They don't want people who are dead to vote. They don't want people who are cheating to vote. So 
people don't have common sense. And I think if you look at the laws that are passing various states, all of them are designed to create a clear record and to make sure that everybody who is eligible to vote, if they can prove who they are, which in almost every case is doable by either a driver's license or an ID card or a variety of other things, then everybody gets to vote. I think it's fascinating that the Democrats are convinced that if they can't cheat and they can't vote people who are here illegally and they can't vote people multiple times, that they can't win an election. And that's why you see all this desperation about the Corrupt Politicians Act. Hi, Newt. This is John Rederson from Holly Springs, North Carolina, a suburb of Raleigh. And I thank you for taking the questions. What do you think the probability is that the Senate will, in fact, pass this reconciliation infrastructure bill, the, the voting rights or the corrupt politicians bill? And how does this all work with the debt ceiling? And does the debt ceiling vote, is that a majority or does it require 60 senators? I think it's a majority because it's a direct money bill and therefore the bird rule, I think, would not apply and it would be able to go through on reconciliation. But I'm not sure that's true. And I'm trying to think back to when Graham Latta was added on because Graham wouldn't vote for the debt ceiling without adding something on the deficit. So I honestly don't know. I apologize about that part. I don't believe that they can pass the Corrupt Politicians Act on reconciliation. I think that the parliamentarian has already indicated they can't, which is really why I'm puzzled. I mean, if they think it's going to take 60 votes, now their goal may be to try to get Mansion or Cinema to join them in changing the rules for filibuster. But I don't think there's any evidence that they're going to do that. So, you know, I just think it tells you that they're in sort of a frenzy and they're desperate that they would send Biden to Philadelphia to make a a really viciously, deeply dishonest speech about election law in America. Let me just say to all of you, if you find this useful, I hope you'll tell your friends and encourage them to join. It's very helpful, as you can tell today. We get lots of interesting questions. It's very useful. And at the same time, we try to send out messages and give people something to think about on a routine basis. So anybody you know that you think might like being part of the Inner Circle, we'd love to have them join. And thank you very much for spending the time with us. Thank you for listening. And thank you to members of my Inner Circle Club. And if you'd like to become a member, please go to newtsinnercircle.com and sign up for a one or two year membership today. Newt's World is produced by Gingrich 360 and iHeartMedia. Our executive producer is Debbie Myers. Our producer is Garnsey Sloan. And our researcher is Rachel Peterson. The artwork for the show was created by Steve Penley. Special thanks to the team at Gingrich 360. If you've been enjoying Newt's World, I hope you'll go to Apple Podcasts and both rate us with five stars and give us a review so others can learn what it's all about. Right now, listeners of Newt's World can sign up for my three free weekly columns at gingrich360.com newsletter. I'm Newt Gingrich. This is Newt's World.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.